185 miles south. A hardcore punk rock podcast. Yeah, this episode is recorded on April 18th, 2019, uh, and I guess now's a good time to explain to the people who didn't already guess uh, the name of the podcast. The name of the podcast is 185 Miles South, and it uh, is inspired by a fanzine from the 80s from uh, the Oxnard area that was called 60 Miles North, obviously referring to uh, Oxnard means 60 Miles North of L.A. Well, uh I've been down here. I moved to San Diego, I think, 13 years ago. And so uh, San Diego is 185 miles south of Oxnard. And so that's the name. Um, and while I want to have most of the Nard dudes on here, I uh, also want to interview people from San Diego that I respect and think are interesting. Uh, that's what this podcast is all about. So the first San Diego guy I'm having on is uh, Anthony Guzman, actually from Chula Vista, just south of San Diego. And uh, he played guitar in PC Death Squad. He also played bass in Somali Pirates. Played He played bass or guitar in Let Him Run. He played bass, bass yeah? yeah? Yeah. Yeah, So there you go. Um, how did he start? What was the first band you did? Uh, the first band was called X, Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll. X. <laughs> I remember that. You yeah. guys played the Shea, yeah? Yeah, we, we played for like a year or something. And, um... It's not very good, you know. How old yeah. were you then? I think we started when I was like 18 or 17 or something. And you're how old now? Like late. Now I'm 34. Yeah. So I was like 2001 or something like that. That's like kind of late to start a punk band, huh? Yeah. At 18? I, yeah, we were playing. I mean, my friend Eddie and I would had like, I guess that wasn't the first band, but we would play, but we never played shows, you know? Yeah. And we didn't have a name. We would just have weird songs and throughout high school maybe like since ninth tenth grade ish uh-huh well we never did anything you know yeah had you been you've been going to shows for years by that point though yeah yeah i think we started in like ninth grade ish tenth grade ish but i that's still a little late like i didn't really know about punk until maybe eighth ish or ninth grade how did you discover it um <clears throat> fuck I think the first, well, I can't really remember the first punk stuff I got into because I was just into rap, you know, just straight up hip hop and rap growing up. So I remember Black Sabbath and all that was like the first shit that hit me. So that took me down like all the way to be a rock guy. (laughs) You're a rocker. Yeah. Like, you know, then I found Sepultura and that started going to real metal and shit. Yeah. You went the, the, you delved into like. The more extreme music on the metal end, not on the punk end. Yeah, like Corn and all sure. that first. Sure. And we were like way into that. But <clears throat> my friend Eddie Hernandez, who I made friends with in like ninth grade, you know, we were all into that Soulfly. Like that was all our shit. <clears throat> Def, went to see Deftones and all that. But he, but at the same time, his older brother was in Amenity, old Chula Vista band. I mean, you know, from back in the day. In the 80s. So he, yeah, Manity started in 87. Yeah. Or the first record's 87. Yeah, so his that's his older brother. We didn't live with him or anything, but he had all his, a bunch of his records. So, like, we're listening to that, and then he's showing me, you know, Bad Brains, fucking 
whatever. So it was all like at once, kind of. Yeah. And so then we'd go to his house, Sergio, and he'd make us. Basically, we'd take tapes, and then he has a big ass record collection, and he would say, "Put this on it, put this on it." Uh, so we got like hooked up immediately. That is that's huge. Yeah, it's fucking sick. Like, cause to me, like Chain of Strength and Rudimentary Peni, they were like all the same. Like it was all just some fucking sick, crazy shit. Yeah, it's just out of this world music. That like, how the fuck do you come up with this? Yeah, and like, and that was at that time, obviously, like. <clears throat> And my parents, I, I'm at church all fucking week. So this was just like, whoa, this is fucking sick. Like, people do whatever, you know. Like, I thought I was just like, well, these kids do whatever they want. Yeah, San Diego's kind of been like that always, right? Like, I don't I don't know. It's it's not like people, people have, ah, telephone. People have a, a big palette, you know. They're not like, it's not just like a certain type of scene. Yeah. I think, <clears throat> I think maybe that's what's cool. I got brainwashed into something cool, you know, because those guys like Sergio, the amenity guys are like, were like into real spiritual shit or just straight up misfits or whatever. So that really hit, I could just say straight up that his older brother just showed me every fucking thing I like, like from reggae, like he showed me early roots stuff, all that. Pretty much everything I like is because of that dude. It's <laughs> fucking weird. And he had good taste, right? Yeah. So that's that's wild. So PC Death Squad is is a really interesting band, and and here's the reason why I think it. I've I've been coming to shows in San Diego since like I think the first time mm-hmm. I came down was in '97 with my band Voice of Defiance. We played. Soma side stage back in the old location. And then we also came down and we played a show in Coronado with uh, the setup. And I can't remember who else, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't know. It's always seemed like, and then after that we came down all the time, um, but it's always seemed like there's been a bigger band. And like when uh, I started coming down built to last was like the shit. We loved that band because there weren't that many bands in California in like 1998 that weren't playing like, metal music it was like built to last was like straight for hardcore we loved them yeah. we loved like powerhouse we loved the hoods you know and, and all that shit and ignite and like all these bands that were playing like kind of hardcore because there was a whole resurgence of like the older sound but it was all on the east coast and like those bands didn't really come out here so we were like grabbing it whatever we can anyway yeah. my long point is built to last was like a bigger band and then they broke up and over my body was like kind of right behind them so it's like yeah. the scene like carried on to like the next band that could like headline you know 100 kid shows or or be like main support when like big bands come through yeah. and and then when overrun a body broke up there was like no there was no like next obvious band to like take it over and then like pc death squad like rises up from the abyss and it's like who is this fucking freak show drawing like 100 150 kids and like just being like you guys like you you ran with the word ignorant right yeah it was like the whole point was like well you know John Harvey has his own history whatever but I think it got even more it was supposed to be even more silly you know less like it still has a bunch of mean shit in it I guess yeah to explain the the singer is uh, John Lockjaw that played in One Life Crew so it was supposed to be less of that I guess this is and it's really like to give 
complete credits, you know, it's John's thing, like creation. But I think when I joined, because they already did a, a EP or whatever, like a CD before me, when they lived on the East Coast, and then they came out and they wanted to do it again, so they wanted a guitar player. And uh, Nevada moved to drums instead of guitar. So I think when I joined, it gave it like a more youthful thing. I don't know. They're not that much older than me, but they're like they're like 10 years older than me, you know? Yeah, for sure. So, and then all my friends are all, you know, part like punk kids and stuff at Chula Vista, where we kind of came from that more punk, you know, I don't know, a bunch of fucking, all my friends are from South Bay, Mexican kids and shit. So it gave it that kind of edge, I guess, where it was like, not just metal, you know, like it wasn't just going to be like a, a funny metal band. Yeah. And also it wasn't just a bunch of old dudes. Yeah. To where like, maybe. It not, was, that, not that he would have even no, been old, right? He was yeah, probably that, 30. Yeah. Cause I was like 19 or something. Right. Or whatever. So they, yeah, they're probably like 25 and shit. Right. But to me, they were old as fuck. But, uh, I don't know where was I going with this. Well, you joined. Oh yeah. So they just asked if I was down and it's funny because I remember years before John, being around and I was just like, Oh, that dude's a dick. You know, like I thought he was just some asshole, you know, his rep or whatever. Yeah. And I met him and whatever. I mean, well, he toured in that. Was he in that Christian band? Was that before PC? Yeah. He was in point of recognition, for okay. which I, I don't think he was like, I think he just was filling in. Or something. They That's came through thing. Ventura and I couldn't figure out if that was like a joke or not. No. Yeah. It was like, I remember they, put, I seen him with hoods and that's what I remember. But I, whatever, like when I met him, you know, I was like, you know, everyone's like, oh, that's some racist fucking dude or something. And he wasn't. I mean, his wife's Mexican. Or whatever. Who knows? I'm not here to. Not Although that's like every, that's just, every fence walker yeah, story, yeah, right? Exactly. I'm not racist. My yeah. wife is half Mexican. Yeah. No, but he's, <laughs> I'm not his lawyer, but yeah. I'm sure there's like three hours of talking about John and how I could, like, I'm not even, I don't even talk to him anymore, but I'm not, I can, you know, I can vouch for him not being a piece of shit, you know? No, he's a he's cool guy. A, he's a crazy bro. Yeah. So the first record you did with them was Too Fat for Love. Yeah. And how did that come about? Um, Where do you record at? I think that one recorded with Vic Dakara at his studio. This whole, um, the whole band is like, it was just so funny, right? Yeah. Because you, you have like one of the most controversial dudes that comes into like a scene that's always been like super conscious, you know, like, yeah, like Shea, Sammy. Shea yeah. So you got that Shake Cafe. You got like, this real like artist type community, you know, like of like the DIY of putting together like the seven inches, like the, yeah. you know, like, I don't know. It's just a real yeah. DIY culture. Then you have a psycho come in and then you go record with like the boring guy from the New York hardcore documentary. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like, that's, that's the thing. Like I'm into all that fucking swing kids, all that shit. Like I'm from that too still, you know? Yeah. So like, yeah, it's a weird fucking mix of all that shit. But Vic was, I don't know how that happened. He's just, he was just cool. He's like, yeah, he was recording a lot of bands then. Yeah, he was very active then. And then, uh, and I, I even had, because I'm always worrying about, like, I'm always paranoid, like, oh, man, people would think of this and that. But I thought he would be kind of weird about what the shit we do and say. And he was just, like, laughing his ass off. Like, yeah, someone you think maybe will just be uptight. Was just like this shit's fucking funny. Like he wanted to do a side band with us. Yeah. Like, all this shit. Well, there's a little something to being old school, right? Yeah. Like he was fucking the regular dude. I was like sick. Well, yeah. I drank too much and I was sick on his floor. 
And then he was just telling me, oh, you need to choose one drink. Like, he was cool, but, like, I'm... You're getting... The kids are in the house, and I'm hung over on the ground. And you're getting up. drinking advice from the guy from 108. Yeah, and he was like, you know, just pick one drink, and then if you mix, you know. Yeah. I was, like, 20. <laughs> like, I didn't even buy my own liquor at that point. Sure. And you did two CDs that year, actually. What's the... The other one was Downsized. Oh, Downsized, yeah. 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 I think... Wait a minute. Am I dumb and that's the same record? Maybe. Discogs a little weird and, and yeah. also like I think you guys didn't do records. You just yeah. did like CDs. Wait, I'm fucking tripping, dude. I don't know if that's the same because maybe I'm crazy. Is that two different CDs? It's two different CDs. Yeah, or different songs on them. Yeah. Okay, I'm believe so. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. The Too Fat for Love is just with me and then the other one's with Jesse. Okay. When it got like metal. Yeah, you got a long hair. Not the one like, yeah, like Rageonomics and all that. And he was that actual guitar player, you know? Yeah. So that's like the most of the craziness came. And then he did the uh, the Take Offense split in 2006. And that's got like some of your hits on it. It's got like hella sick and shit, yeah? Yeah, I think that's around. Yeah, that's with Jesse too. And were you already friends with all those guys? How did uh, how did PC become friends with uh, the Take Offense kids? And how old were they uh, at the time? They were young. They were probably like six years younger than me or something, which is pretty big. Well, we just met through me, you know? Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of, like, Chula Vista stuff in PC Death Squad. And I think John just liked it that we all, like, were about it, kind of like the Oxnard thing or something. Like, we were just pushing it. And he just, like, dove into that. Like, he loved that, you know? So Yeah, it's cool, right? I, I think it's cool when hardcore is, like, regional. Yeah. You know, and, like... I just remember when I was young thinking it was so dumb to claim something like Southern California hardcore. Yeah. You know, it's like, dude, are you claiming Blythe? Like, (laughs) no disrespect to Blythe. If I was from Blythe, I'd be claiming Blythe hardcore. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like Southern California, like, whoa, are you claiming like Ventura County line to Indio? Yeah. To where? Which area code? So, yeah, it's cool like to to claim Chula Vista, especially because – I mean, it is basically it's San Diego, right? Yeah, you, like, people think San Diego butts up right to the border of Mexico. Yeah, yeah we're under and above. Like San Diego's under us too. Right. Wraps around the city wraps around us. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's just a when well, when I was like a teenager or whatever, it was just like a a way to be like proud of something, you know, that people make fun of. You know, it's like oh, it's Chula one and it's like. Cholo Vista. So, yeah, it's like, oh, it's so dangerous, like corny people, which is fine. I, I want people to continue thinking that. But, yeah, it was just like, well, I take pride in this weird little town that people think is a piece of shit, you know? Right. So it's just like, fuck you. It's almost like a, a class thing, too, in hardcore, because it's like, we're not from a big town, or, you know, you think of, like, you know, a big city is cool, like. Yeah. And us, we're just some little goofy kids, so. Yeah, I mean, like, well, even home. San Diego is a is a second or third tier city, you know. Like, yeah, if a band comes city. through, we're not getting them on a Friday or a Saturday yeah. night. Yeah, we get, get them was, on a Tuesday. Like for, I don't know. I feel like when I was younger, it was like that town, you know. Like, like Friday night would be like whatever American Nightmare or something, and now that's been dead for a long time. It's a Wednesday. Yeah, maybe Monday. maybe back then they would do like San Diego and L.A. But now it's like no, you're going to do the definitely. L.A. on one and the Bay on one. Yeah, or T, like they'll do L.A. and T.J. on a weekend before L.A. and San Diego, which I don't know what to blame for that. I don't really 
whatever. It's life. So how many kids, like, did PC get popular right away? Kind of, and uh, I think it's just because, not trying to take all the credit, but just because our friends already, you know, all the Chulavista kids, which is like, take offense in them when they're first starting, you know? So, like, <clears throat> whatever, just as friends, whatever someone else did will go to their show, you know? Right. So, like, if Rick had a band or whoever, like, in our little group, everyone will go. You know, so I think as soon as I was in that band, everyone was just like, oh, sick, like, there's a show to go to, you know. So it yeah. was already strong. Like, two of us already had a bunch of kids going, they'll go to whatever, you know. Yeah, like, they were already of age and going to the, like, the Che and shit? Yeah, yeah, like, age and them played with, well, I was in a band, another band called All the Waste I See, which. All the what? All the Waste I See. Okay. There's a demo tape. And it has good riffs and uh-huh. really bad lyrics. So I hope no one ever hears it. <laughs> but I do like the riffs. But, like, Take Offense played with them. Okay. And basically I'm friends with Rick, who's the older brother of Ruben and Take Offense. Okay. So that's how it kind of all linked up. Like, oh, it's like the little brothers. And Rick did a band. Yeah, Rick was in Down Again. That's right. A few other bands. but So it's kind of like the, the little brothers of everybody made a way sicker band. Than anyone else did. You Eventually, know? Event you, later, you, yeah. you guys win on the on that split seven inch. I'm I'm on oh, a P, yeah, yeah. I'm they on got, a PC death oh, squad yeah. side. Well, yeah, whatever. But they they got crazy, you know, like yeah. and they knew how to play. And yeah, they came out of nowhere. I mean, like if that that record is 2006, and by 2008, like they were already writing songs that they'd like be playing until now. Like yeah. the Walks of Life is on the 2008. Yeah, like that. So. Yeah, I think Peace and Death is that first, the major seven inch row. was like, whoa, this is fucking. It's like, what the fuck? fuck? Yeah, like, holy shit. And they were, I don't know, they're like, that's the word, like, they were smarter at it too, you know? They like, the lyrics are cool and the riffs were sick, like, it wasn't just fucking around. Right, they had a good approach for being yeah. younger. Plus, that was like, uh, a very underrated golden age, I think, of San Diego in that there was, like, a lot of places to play, like, across the spectrum. Yeah. Like, you guys were doing shows at, like, that youth center in Chula Vista. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then you also had, like, that was when the Lemon Grove spot was popping. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kings and Lemon Grove. Yeah, Kings. And then you had, like, of course, the mainstay of the Shea. Yeah, always. Yes. So, Even, like, in San Diego, there'll be house shows or just everywhere. Yeah, you guys played, like, really interesting spots. Like, you did that the one video, and it was down, like, right here. Oh, in Logan, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that what house was, that? was fucking sick. I don't know if it was, like, a punk house. And it, was, it was just in a garage? Yeah, or? it was some dude's garage. and that Those are, those shows are fucking crazy. It's those like, are the best. It's funny, because then I lived, I worked at NASCO then, and I could see it. Like, where we were playing, I could see the cranes, and it was kind of depressing. Uh-huh. But that fucking... You know, it's like a neighborhood where people don't call the cops. Right. So they would have crazy shows, like Municipal Wage played in there, like just bigger, bigger bands, you know? And it'd be fucking wild, like just crazy, and people drinking. And... Yeah, so right. it was a crazy time. Like, it is kind of underrated. Yeah, I mean, and, and you guys were doing like 150 kids, which is a lot. Yeah, which is weird also for the, the Che, like. That's true. Like to for a band that's we did get banned though. You know, like we were talking about. Yeah, how like 
But you guys lasted for a while because yeah. what was a what was a birthday show like where someone brought a cake? Yeah, yeah, I forget. Whose birthday was that? I don't remember. But anyway, tell the story. Someone brought a fucking cake. Is that why we got banned? For the no, cake? I don't think you got banned for a cake. But my point is, like, you guys were getting booked to do like fun shows. Like, oh, oh yeah. it's it's Jennifer's birthday party. It was yeah, yeah. PC Death Squad. Yeah, like you guys were cool. Like, yeah, it wasn't like a. Spencer was in one of your videos. Yeah, Spence is in the video at the chair. Yeah. So like, it's not. It wasn't going just some weird, sketchy fucking crew or something, you know? Right. So how? Why did you get banned? I think eventually someone just read the lyrics. <laughs> spent like, that at their meetings, you know. Yeah. And they they read some lyric, and of course it doesn't pass their guidelines. So I just I always thought it was funny we could play there, so I wasn't mad and I didn't care. Right. I thought like that makes sense. We're not. We shouldn't be playing there. You know. But I I don't know. Were you? What was offensive? What's the offensive PC Discord line? Oh, fucking all kinds. Like there is stuff buried. Yeah, like one sign says like. Uh, we're headed down to Chula Vista. We'll bang that bitch because we know it's your sister. Like, that's just a comedy thing. To that counts do. as offensive, though? Yeah, like, bitch, and, you know, yeah. like that. So. I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, now I wouldn't, you know. You're right. I mean, that is that is offensive. That. You, mean, you bang can. that bitch. Yeah, you can't just say that. But, like, I'm holding Then I just thought it was funny, you know? Well, and, and like, a lot of it is delivery, right? Mm-hmm. And oh, he's exactly. he's fucking hilarious. Yeah, he's being, it's like his stand-up. Like he is a comedian now. Yeah, that's what he does. So like that was part of it. Right. And but he didn't have like he was his reputation was not the best. Yeah. In that stuff, so it's yeah. like all it took is one little thing. Of course, yeah. Like if it was someone else, it might not have been that big of a thing. Right. It could have been like, oh, that really was a joke. Like, oh, this guy's got a fucking record. <laughs> oh yeah. A track record. Yeah. So that was it, huh? Did someone yeah. read it? Did no one explain it to you? No, uh, Spence hit me up actually, and then he's like, "Hey, you know, this is what happened, this and that," and like just you know to be up front. And he's the one that would book us, so it's like, whatever, it's all good. I'll yeah. Go. I don't even know. If, I think maybe John was a little mad. I don't know, but I don't think anyone in the band was just like in shock or anything. It was just like, "Well, fuck, that was cool. It lasted because I don't know." And I don't know if that. It coincided with some weird thing at the chair with a fight or something that I was supposedly involved in, which I was not. I don't know if that had to do with it. If that was the same time, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like you got two strikes in a month. Yeah, or something. And, you know, like there was a meeting where, well, there was actually a meeting, a cheesy meeting where friends of mine that were in the meeting told us where, like, they were trying to ban all Chula Vista bands. Ban all of Chula. Um, yeah. For <laughs> was that after? Uh, that was after. Take offense. Was there a Channing USA at some band? It was, it was, <laughs> it was a ceremony, and someone I don't remember who from what band. They're just being stupid, you know, USA or something. Yeah. And then it turned into a big old thing. I was outside because I, I don't know. I don't think ceremony is good, so I didn't watch them. So I come in. There's like going to be a fight or something. And of course, I'm the I'm singled out. Because everyone's so open-minded, they just find the big fat beaner and he's the guy causing trouble, right? Because sure. some girl actually told me, "Look, I swear to God, it's a quote." And there was other people around to see it. Daniel Sam was there, you know. He was kind of like stopping everything. Sure. And you know, and he was very fair. He's like, "Hey, man, like, yeah, he, he knew, he knows me, you know." 
It's just because I came in and all this shit's going down. So I'm like, hey, chill the fuck out. And some guys getting too close. So I tell them back the fuck up. Kind uh, of a weird thing. Yeah. And then some girl tells me, stop, you know, stop. Like, stop. She's yelling in my face. I'm not even pushing somebody. Or right. Anything. And props to the ceremony guys. They were like, hey, what's up? Like, uh, you know, they weren't getting, like, they were getting fucked with. And so after the set, they came up. And we're like, what's up? Like, you got something to say? You know, like, they were mad. Yeah. So it's not like they were being whiny or something. No. But everyone else in there is like, ceremonies are gone. Sure. So she goes, look at you. You don't even belong. She literally said, look at you. You don't even belong here. What? Yeah. Like, kind of maybe the way I was dressed. I wear like a, you know, a plaid shirt. Or okay. A bald Mexican kid. So I just laughed. I was like, yeah, you're fucking right. I don't. Like, what fuck the you. Fuck? You know? But, but she a volunteer to some chick. Just some, some girl at the show. Yeah. But like after that, it was like people were like, I'm scared to have those people at our shows and all this bullshit. And uh, they basically were saying I was the leader of some whatever crew or some bullshit. It was like a big joke. And luckily Spence was in there. And, some and he knows better. Fernie. I don't know if you know I'm supposed to say all this shit, whatever. But they're like, shut up. You know? <laughs> like they shut it down. Right. I wonder if I think that was around the same time. So maybe it was just like, okay, well, we're not going to ban all these bands, but look at how can you keep this band? Yeah. And they're right. I mean, I can't argue with that. No, and uh, that's I, I don't take know. offense didn't do anything wrong. All the other bands didn't do anything wrong. No, yeah. and and ceremony didn't do anything wrong. Those guys are legit. Though they they're just defending because and then there was there was a guy, me and one of the guys have a thing from back in the day. Okay. Which is no big deal. It's never like a beef. We just talk heckle each other or whatever. Okay. So I think everyone else turned it into something. Yeah, well, San, them, you know? San Diego used to be like the heckle capital too. And it, uh, that's yeah. one of the things I love. Like you used to have to have like thick skin. Yeah. You know, because you're going to get heckled. It was out of love. But like yeah. people were going to talk shit. So you better be confident. Yeah. And that that dude who, I don't even think he's in cinema anymore. He was the bass player. He got me good. Like he was fucking pretty funny. But everyone else, I think, turned it into like Oh, they're being mean. Yeah. Like if, I don't know. Anyways, that, was, that went on a fucking tangent. Now I'm all angry. I know. But, that's the, that's where we got to take it, dude. Yeah, yeah. But that, I think it was the same time to where it was like, I was a little scapegoat and then PC does what I was in the wrong. Like, like I said, we, we should have been in the crosshairs for that anyway. Like we should have. Che has their standards, right? Again, you know, right. And 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 as much as I've been frustrated with them for things in the past, um, yeah, you have to like take your hat off for, you know, an institution that's been around so long yeah. and has like survived it all, you know. And like yeah, I, I do agree with like kind of the sentiment of like you don't if you don't like how something is, then go do your own fucking thing. Exactly, you know. And, and I so, respect that, like, right. Yeah, if they want to choose the band, some in it, it's like kind of democratic them banning, right? Like yeah. one person can't just like yeah, ban like, someone. Like they got to vote on it, right? That's what I'm saying. Like people defended the ba- the other bands, like yo, you can't just ban a town or something. Like <laughs> ban a fucking yeah. town, yeah. especially when like for the next five years, like they'd be like the lifeblood of the scene. Exactly. Yeah. You so, know. That that's pretty cheesy, but yeah, it was, uh, that's like still in my, in my opinion the best venue. Yeah. You, Lachey, yeah, yeah. When the when the fucking chain mic stand is out, yeah. Otherwise, I don't know. Yeah. Were you there when uh for the O'Ran body like the fight story thing? 
the Nazi one. Yeah. No, it was like, well, that was like when I first started going to shows, but I wasn't there for that. And I, like, I remember all of, you know, the whole story immediately. Yeah. And then the Don slams some dude through a table and all. Or no, the guy was so big. Because to me back then, Don, our friend Don. Yeah. Was, was like a big motherfucker. Well, Don was buff back yeah, then. Yeah, I, he was pretty like, scary looking. Yeah, like he's slimmed down now and he did like personal training for a while, I think. Yeah. But, but dude, I remember Don being like kind of big. a rip dude yeah. too. And, and there was also like the, uh, it was like the guitarist of, of Built to Last. Oh, yeah. Like he was kind of like, he's kind of like a, dude. yeah, like a Guido looking dude. And like he was pretty gnarly. Um, and then like, yeah. Aaron, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, the other guitarist oh, too. Uh, but yeah, Aaron's a beast, of course. Yeah. Aaron used to be huge. Both of them were big. Yeah. And then, of course, Dave, you know. Yeah, yeah. Dave Kennedy. I mean, I. Tall ass. He literally socked that that last Nazi like from one side of the stage to the other. Like, he has like an Inspector Gadget like <laughs> size arm, you know? Oh, you were there. Huh? Yeah, like oh, he's yeah. like, and one for the road. And like, okay. fucking, yeah, it came up like all the way across the stage. Yeah. But. Yeah, so I remember hearing no that Don got Don got thrown through the table. So to me, it was like, oh, that other dude was that white powder dude was a monster. Yeah, there was like it was there was like one normal dude and then like one fucking caveman. Yeah, white. I think they said it had white warrior chest. <laughs> Probably <laughs> makes sense. Huh? Gonna be a fight. So who's the best band from San Diego ever? Or San Diego surrounding areas. Uh, amenity. Yeah, that's in my. And what era do you like the most? I like the later shit. I mean, I liked it all, but I do, I do like the mic down, like the last record, honestly. Yeah, the, the, ch- record the chill one. Yeah, the one with the impel and all that. Yeah, it's just like I feel like that was like, oh damn, like it's probably the, that's the first shit I heard from the CD. Mm-hmm. And then I heard, then I got the seven inches. Like Tim actually hooked this up, you know, because it seemed like some long lost band at that point. Right. And then I like it all, but yeah, that, I still think that's like when they got perfect. Cause yeah. Li- like, I don't know, Tim's leads are all fucking crazy. He's a psycho. His yeah. his adult crash may be the best thing he's ever done. Yeah, no one knows. Yeah. They're fucking, every time I see them, I'm like, blow, I'm actually like blown away. Like it feels like I'm excited, you know, instead of like bored or something. Yeah. But. Do you remember the first time you saw Battalion of Saints? Saw them? Yeah. I only seen them once that time in Oxnard. Oh, we played with them. Yeah, yeah. How was that? Yeah. So, well, to give like to give like uh, a little story of it, me and Guzman, we played in a band called Somali Pirates for a few years, and uh, yeah, who was that show? It was at Ventura Theater, Mm -hmm. and it was Battalion of Saints, and that band from up there from Ventura. uh, Can't remember. They're, damn it. Um, <laughs> anyway, but, yeah. so that was the first time you ever seen him, right? Yeah. It was just kind of sad to me. Yeah. It was like his nephews or something, so it was like some, I don't know, you see old band, you want to see old dudes. And True, but the drummer like was a, kind of a rager. No, they were sick. I feel like they were like these metal dudes or something, and they played good, but it didn't sound, you know, I never seen him. Yeah. So, I don't know, I'm usually pretty sad with, with old bands. Yeah. They're like depressed. Even like bands that are like still play good or whatever, something about it makes me sad. Well, like, we're not. I feel like oh, I, I didn't see it then, so. No, I know. Shit, you know. It's hard to like stay good, right? Yeah. And Nard, we're so spoiled because like 
ill repute still plays and they're still so fucking good. Yeah. And like, true. they're that's not like, embarrassing at all. That's the thing. Or like I saw X uh-huh. and they were perfect. And I don't know if it's a style of band or something. It was fucking sick. I was like, Whoa, this is like, this is perfect. Yeah. And I saw, you know, you know, you can see every band plays again. No, it's I know. All depressing. <laughs> it is all depressing. And sad as fuck. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, to me, amenities, number one, is probably uh, biased because it's like, oh, they recorded this, you know, two blocks from here or whatever, that type of shit. Yeah, it's hometown. But I don't know. They're my favorite. And then after that is Run for Your Fucking Life. Oh, shit. also, I think, three quarters people listed, right? But I didn't know that when I would see them either because they were older than me. They were just these psycho punk band, you know? Yeah, they were that, awesome. That LP is fucking crazy. Like, they should be way more well-known, you know? Yeah. That's fucking the nastiest shit. Like, it's ugly as fuck. What span was that? That was, like, that was right around 2000, right? Yeah. I, I don't know what... I think the LP came out 2000-ish. Yeah, LP came out in 2000. And there's a 7-inch before that, which is sick. The 7 inches four years before that, 96. Yeah, yeah I was... That, I didn't even know that, you know? I didn't know they had a 7-inch. But all those... That thing's sick, too. It's ugly shit, dude. I think there's, like, a guys from TJ and Anchovis in it. You can buy the CD for three bucks on Discogs right now, dude. You should. Sealed. You should, because it's un- underappreciated. And those shows, their shows are sick, because it, it would literally be, like, them and Over My Dead Body, you know? So it'd be, like, that crowd, like, all mohawks and yeah. all that shit, and then Over My Dead Body and everyone's cool. Yeah, I mean, that was a real mixed bill time, right? Like, Over My Dead Body, they, probably, did, right? they did a split with Swindle. That yeah, was exactly. like Daniel's best friend. They yeah. were like, I don't really remember what they sound like, to be honest with you. It's like snotty. It was like, like snotty punk. They cover like Screeching Weasel and stuff. Yeah. But, yeah. And it made me like, that's why you were saying how San Diego's pretty wide. Like, really, I think most people got along, you know, still do. Agreed. Across, across like, I don't know, there's not a lot of drama. No, there's not a lot of drama. Should there be more? No, there was enough when I was like at a certain age, mm-hmm. like 2004 or something, like when I was kind of a fucking moron. And I think there was enough problems. Just inter, like people, like in Chula Vista or something, you know? Right. Like there was all kinds of weird shit, which is dumb, you know? There wasn't a lot of fights at shows, though, on those no. Chula shows, no? Not really, every now and then something. I'm trying to think. I can't like remember a single one from like the uh, from that youth center. Yeah, there was one. You know, there was one there, and there's a big conspiracy about it and all this shit. I don't know. We'll say the story, dude. That the guy basically it was like two shows at the Mac. It was like when there was Brace War or something like that. Okay, so this is like 2008 or something. I think. Yeah. And then another one with Trapped Under Ice. Okay. And there would be dudes there. You know, the pit's going, whatever. And dudes are just like, people are circle pitting, you know? Mm-hmm. And someone will just, you know, punching people. Like, it wasn't like they're dancing or whatever. They'll just tr- tr- kicking kids, walk up and punch. Like, literally a group of people starting fights. And so it, all these brawls will break out. And 
One guy, you know, they thought they were like these tough. It was kind of like a metalcore uh-huh. dudes, plugs and all that. Where are they from? And they're from San Diego, huh. a lot of them. But it was kind of that whole. They're all probably power lifter now and have a beard like that yeah. scene. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> that's what all those metalcore guys become. Sure. Or they're all fucking whatever. So, but they would start fights, and then uh, there was just brawls, you know. So we're like, okay, well we got to fight, and then. It was funny because one dude was just swinging on kids the whole night or whatever, and Vince got him outside and chases him up the street, and he called the cops. Uh-huh. Like, it's like, oh, I thought you were a gangster. And he's calling the cops, you know? Like, he ran from Vince, like, all the way up the street, <laughs> like, scared. Yeah. And whatever. But, sorry, the whole point is, supposedly, and I'll put this out there because fuck Soma. Supposedly, the conspiracy is that, this is so long ago, too, the Soma guy was paying people to start fights at all-ages shows. Because uh, the Mac was drawing a lot of people, like those, there was big shows there. Yeah, there were shows over two hundred kids. Yeah, and it's like blocks from my mom's house. It was sick. So supposedly that was it. Like any other all ages shows, and you know we've heard shit like that. Like that's been the rumor for like over for that, twenty years. For that, that guy, right? Yeah, yeah. is that he used to always like but, he called like the fire marshal on other shows. Yeah, I, and you know from this guy and that guy, I heard that. So. But that would be wild. Yeah. If but that was the only time it was like a bunch of fights. Or yeah. Like, where it was like, oh, wait, I, I remember them. And then, you know, and then everyone's like, we look like dumb, idiot brutes. But someone has to fight them. Yes. You know? Yeah. And then I was younger then, so I, I didn't care either. You know, I was, let's do this. You know? It's like, your scene, dude. But that's, and that's the thing. Like, I remember getting yelled at, at that too. I think it's because I'm big and you can see me. I'm like a heavy set. Yeah. So you can see me, you know? Dude, so I, my, always, my whole life. You're a target, yeah. Yeah, like people say, always think I'm a problem. It's like, dude, I'm 99% <laughs> of the time I'm a peacemaker because I, yeah. I know the people. Yeah, exactly. And people always look at me and think that I'm ignorant. It's like, it's yeah. not my fault that fucking I went bald at an early age. And yeah, I, yeah. I knew to fucking... You know, yeah. you lost a battle. Don't don't lose the war. Yeah, like I don't shave your head. In, I don't look good in chance. And, yeah, yeah. Beanie. I'm a big fat guy. I'm not so trying I to look, look as soft as you need me to. Right? That's right. That's right. So I know I, I feel that you get singled out when you, which is so funny because like if people think you look like you know a little tough or whatever, you get totally singled out, and it's always by like the the fucking woke people. Oh, for sure. That's what that's what it was like. Right, like I was saying at the chair when that when that girl was like, "You don't even belong here." It's like, whoa, you're really open minded. Like, yeah, this is fucking whatever. But that was the only time I think there was like a lot of violence, or you know, because San Diego is fucking pretty fun show wise. Yeah, because I've gone, you know, a show in LA where there's like fifty fights at a punk show. And it's all crazy and shit. So. I don't know. Well, San Diego has always been like, it's weird. It's, it's, uh, it was always a very fashionable scene. Mm-hmm. Like people like were well groomed, I felt. And so like, yeah. you kind of think it would be like judgy people, but they, they, I always felt San Diego was like the most welcoming and, and like just really welcoming for like younger kids. Like I said, I yeah. started coming down here when I was like 17 and, and I never stopped. Like, because I played in bands the whole time, and then we, yeah. like I said, we came, we came down for 
built to last shows just like to see built to last like which was terrible i mean i remember one time we drove like i think they were playing with like good clean fun or something (laughs) and it was like a tuesday night at the shea or some shit we just like drove down watched over my body and like left and it was like that's like there's a retaliate lyric too like it's like drove six hours just to see one band and like that's what it's from it's from like going to see build the last and like leaving like dude we gotta work tomorrow like i don't want to see good killing fun (laughs) you know like get the fuck out of here like i saw build the last that's it c3 then you gotta drive three hours home yeah you gotta drive three hours home but it was worth it like i i love that band yeah so yeah everyone like when i kids in my school are like already like Chula Vista actually has a really strong background and you know because of amenity and unbroken right so there was already like kids older than me like Matt Mitchell Sean these dudes that you know they're like two years older than me so there was like I see all the shirts and all that shit like or even kids in my grade you know we're into you'll see like a carry-on shirt or something which is like pretty crazy looking back but some of those kids, not Sean and them, but kids my age were kind of shitty to us. Like, you know, the snotty high school thing. Yeah, it's like a, that's a high school thing, yeah, though, right? Yeah, So, but but when we go into shows, everyone that was older was cool as fuck. Like, like I said, Don and all, like, you know, like the Ormated Body guys, all those people. They were fucking, like, immediately, like, we were just some weird kids, you know? Yeah, I mean, Don, used to, Don used to meet up with us, and we'd go to Pokies, we'd go to pb and go to like record trader yeah and like that's so rad just to like come down and have someone to hang out with yeah they were cool with us like we were just some dork kids who they didn't know you know and they were way older and don't like we used to call don the posse enforcer because <laughs> like if there was something like whatever people were picking on people like donald choke on would he yeah he, i remember he headbutted it was like a throwdown show and all this some Yahoo's were just beating everybody up. Uh-huh. And I just remember Don, like, I didn't even know him then, like, getting a guy fucking head buddy him, you know? Like, and he was just, like, just, because they're picking on little kids and stuff. Right. Well, to us, you know, we're, like, 16 or whatever, and they're bashing everybody. So so when I saw those, I was like, oh, that's, but I also thought, I probably was like, oh, that's how you do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But whatever. But I, they, they were cool to us, you know? Yeah. They knew we were just, like, some nerds and stuff. I can't even imagine Don wilding yeah. out on someone like that. I know. Yeah. I think it'd take a lot. Like, they were assholes, yeah. you know? Yeah, It yeah. wasn't just, like, nothing. Cool. Well, anything else you want to dip into? Uh, no, I mean... You feel like you've been well represented? I didn't, men- I didn't mention uh, Clocked In, which is a, a sick band. I was in with Caesar and all them. Oh, yeah. That was a good band. Yeah. And we didn't... We never put anything out. We are supposed to do a 7-inch. Mm-hmm. And that's, like... I don't know. Not to toot our own horn, but that was a sick band. Did you record it? Oh, uh, we have like a demo CD or something, but I don't know. I didn't want to not let that get mentioned. Yeah, that's a weird, uh, kind of a weird era, huh? Of like the the demo CD. Yeah. Like all that shit is no just fucking gone. About that. No, it was like demo garbage. Tapes, which is like you still keep. Yeah, and you know, it was. I know, like when it was, because I I never tried to like do a format to like be cool. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I know what was easier because in 99, he controlled did our demo and that was on tape. Mm-hmm. And then in 02, Retali did our demo and that was on CD. Yeah. So somewhere that. in those three years, like the CD reproduction, like 
He ended up being cheap and easy. Yeah, that's like when I got into hardcore. Yeah, I remember that that green Italian demo. Yeah, was it a green paper? It was some green and some red. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, there was a few demo tapes, but that was it because it's fucking easy. Yeah, the tape player was just going away. Yeah. But I, I also remember being so bummed on tour because like you, you play with all these shitty bands across the country, and then yeah. like they come up to you like. Hey, let's trade CDs. It's like, yeah. dude, these are like one is not equal to the other, you know? Yeah, like, I don't want that one. No, like, yeah. I don't want your CD, dude. But we oh. signed a lot of bands to Roadside Records. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and uh, the semi environmentalist of me now, like, feels a little bad about all the plastic that's out all across the country of shitty hardcore bands. But then there's the theory that if you were to litter more, it's more in people's face, and then. They'll want to change it. That's true. Because you didn't how about manufacture that? the CD. How about that? I actually got that from Colin Tap on one of his old bands. And I was like, oh, I should litter. It was, the song's called Litter More Now. But I was like, that's kind of interesting. Because <laughs> if you do it, it's in their face, you know? Like, just throw your... And then someone will just come pick it all up. Yeah, there you go. Oh. <laughs> all right. Yeah, Let's wrap this boy up. Yeah. Thanks, Goose. All right, bro.